let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dutty Donuts. It's very early in the morning, and I'm on my way into the club to help Queenie prepare for her big party. Normally, we'd all be looking forward to one of Queenie's parties, but none of us has been looking forward to this one, including Queenie, as it's the party where we say goodbye to Hedgehog as they head off to hibernation. We all know that it's going to be a long few months without our friend, so Queenie's determined to make sure that Hedgehog feels loved and starts hibernation knowing that they'll be missed. And a party seems a great way of doing that. Seeing as I'm not quite at the club, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So, on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two... Three. Excellent! Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's head in and see how Queenie's getting on. Hi, little Dazzy Donuts. Welcome to the club. Hi, Queenie. How are you doing this morning? I know it's a sad one. It is. But I've known for a long time that this day would eventually arrive. And so there's no point pretending it's not happening. I've therefore turned my frown upside down, and I'm going to make this a party to remember, and most importantly, a party that will fill Hedgehog's heart full of love to sustain them through the winter's hibernation. Well, that sounds like a wonderful way of thinking about it. So what do you have planned, and how can I help? The good news is that I've just finished the main attraction. Take a look. Wow, what a large collage of photos. Yep, I've gone through all of the photos from spring, summer, and autumn and picked out my favorites that show all of the fun we've had together with Hedgehog. Okay, so you see at this end, I've put all of the spring photos, starting with when we began work on Hedgehog's skate park. Oh, and then we have a photo of the famous flying hedgehog. This is when we did the official opening of the skate park and Hedgehog skated down the ramp up through a hoop and broke the ribbon to declare it open. Gosh, that was a fun day. And then I have some photos from when Hedgehog ran the skate school. I even have one of you showing everyone how to fall down. Oh yes, I remember that. I had a scar on my elbow for several weeks. You really are such a good teacher, little Dazzy Donuts. You really showed everyone why it's important to fall down safely and not to do a nosedive like you did. Now, what photos are next? Oh, yes, here at the middle of the collage are the summer photos. Check this one out. It's Hedgehog floating in the inflatable pool we put up in the garden. And then there's a photo of the Lavender Festival when Chicken surprised us all with a lavender sculpture of Hedgehog. Oh, and then there's a whole section of photos taken on our Betty walks. Look, here we're all out mushroom hunting. What a great photo. You had a wonderful time photographing mushrooms, I remember that. Oh, what's that trophy that Hedgehog's holding in the photo next to it? Oh, don't they have a big grin? 
Hedgehog was so proud of that trophy. It was handed out at the local mushroom club for the most unusual mushroom found around the town. And Hedgehog won it for an amazing mushroom found behind our shed. Well, this collage of photos definitely shows how much fun we have with our friend. Which is why it's so sad to say goodbye at the start of hibernation. I was thinking that too. But then I realized that it isn't really goodbye. It's more of an au revoir. A what? An au revoir. It's French. My new friend Sean Raymond lives in France, and he was telling me all about how the French say au revoir rather than goodbye. And it means until we see each other again. And I really like that thought. Goodbye sounds so final, like we may never meet again. But I know that we will, because at the end of hibernation, we'll all be here to welcome Hedgehog back and to restart all of the fun. And that's why this isn't a goodbye hedgehog party. It's an off-war hedgehog party. Isn't that great? It really is. When you think of it like that, the day doesn't seem so sad after all. Well, I really like the party name and the photo collage. So what else is going to happen at the party? Well, I want us all to say off war to our most recent competition. Hedgehog loved the topic of space in the sky. After all, Hedgehog sees more of the night sky than anyone else I know. And so it only feels right that we say au revoir to the competition topic when Hedgehog goes into hibernation. And I really want to do it with a big bang. I'm just not sure how. That's funny, Queenie. Well done. What's funny? Your pun. I did a pun? Yes, you did. You said that you wanted the space competition to end with a big bang. Well, I do. Well, didn't the universe start with a big bang? Oh my gosh, it did. Silly me. So if the universe started with a big bang, how do I now win the space and sky competition with what too? Well, I have an idea. Why don't you call up your friend Sean Raymond again? He's an astrophysicist and a poet. Perhaps he'll read you one of his favorite space poems, and you can then play the recording for Hedgehog at the party. That is such a winning idea! Hedgehog loves space and poetry, and so a space poem is the perfect addition to our Au revoir Hedgehog party! Okay, I'll call up Sean now. Hi, this is Sean Raymond. Hi, Sean. It's Queenie at Kids Poetry Club. Hi, Queenie. How great to hear from you. I wanted to say a big thank you for suggesting Au revoir. Having an Au revoir party is the perfect way of sending off Hedgehog into hibernation with their love tank full. And so now I'm preparing for the party in a few hours. Well, talking of that, I was wondering if you have a favorite poem that you could read to me so I could play it at the party. Hedgehog would love to hear one of your poems. I don't know if I have a single favorite poem from uh, my poem book, but one that I like a lot is the, is the third chapter about telescopes. Telescopes? Well, yippee! Hedgehog won't know much about telescopes and loves space. What a perfect choice. Okay, if you read it now, I'll record it for Hedgehog. It's, uh, it's just called Telescopes. The Hubble Space Telescope once on a lark 
was facing a spot in the sky that was dark. For ten days and nights that great telescope stared, its camera was busy, antenna prepared. And then on the photo, instead of black space, galaxies spinning all over the place, more than three thousand in one single field, hidden before and now finally revealed. 1608 was a very big year. Our good friend the telescope made its premiere. The very first scopes were produced by the Dutch. They just used a lens and an eyepiece, not much. Then the great Galileo came onto the scene. He grabbed the design from the Dutch that he'd seen. He made some improvements to help with the eye and pointed his scope at the awesome night sky. His list of discoveries simply amazes. He was the first to see Venus's phases, identified craters that cover the moon, spotted some sunspots, detected Neptune, Jupiter's four biggest moons, those old things. He also discovered that Saturn has rings. His telescope started a true revolution. Astronomers now had a brand new solution. Telescopes these days have gotten much bigger. Astronomers use them with vim and with vigor. They're truly astronomy's number one tool. Pretty much everything taught now in school was found out with telescopes, yes, sure enough. Of course, I just mean the astronomy stuff. Well, these days our scopes have a different design. You see, Galileo's had lenses in line. The light from the sky would get focused precisely. The eyepiece would show you the image quite nicely. A telescope these days instead has a mirror. The optics are better. We see so much clearer. A mirror that's curved acts to focus the light, and all that it needs is a shape that's just right. The biggest of telescopes down here on Earth are made with big mirrors just massive in girth. The biggest right now is 10 meters in size. It lives in Hawaii to gaze at those skies. The best place for building a new telescope is somewhere up high on a dry desert slope, high up in the mountains where air is super thin. The starlight just easily shines right down in. And who could forget about scopes up in space? There's no air at all up there, no clouds to chase. Most famous of all, of course, it still is the Hubble. But after its launch, it got into big trouble. All of its images looked really blurry. It needed a fix of some kind in a hurry. The shape of the mirror, a teeny bit wrong. But NASA came up with a fix before long. For 20 long years, Hubble's been without peer, in orbit way up above our atmosphere. It's measured the age of the whole universe. It watched asteroid fragments just slowly disperse. It found out that monster black holes are the norm, and took a deep look at where stars start to form. My favorite of all comes from Hubble's long stare, that photo with galaxies just everywhere. Just like with Jelly Bean's Mentos Lifesavers, light can be found in a spectrum of flavors. Light comes in more than just green, blue, and red. It's also UV, X-rays, and infrared. And microwaves, gamma rays also abound. And yes, it's true, radio's light and not sound. All of these various wavelengths of light can help us to understand what's up at night. The light from two telescopes can be combined. It's done with a process that's tough but refined. This process makes what we call interferometers. They can be huge, spread apart by kilometers. What's great is that with just two scopes and a shed, it simulate one scope as big as their spread. The interferometer making some noise that's one of astronomy's very best toys is ALMA, with 66 scopes all combined. That's the things it can see in space boggle the mind. To find out what's next, let's go check NASA's dresser. 
the James Webb Space Telescope, Hubble's successor. Compared with the Hubble, it's three times the size. It'll stare at the cosmos through infrared eyes. The next big thing set to be built down on land, the ELT Mammoth will soon be at hand. Extremely large telescope, that's what it stands for. A giant scope that there are, well, giant plans for. The primary mirror will be just gigantic, yep, 39 meters across. It's titanic. Planets and galaxies will be revealed. The scope is as big as a baseball infield. I think Galileo, if he was around, would be thrilled to the core by the scopes that he found. Oh my gosh, oh, that was perfect. Hedgehog is going to love listening to your telescope's poem about the party tonight. Thanks so much, Sean. I better dash now. I need to plan the rest of the party. Thanks so much for calling today. Call anytime you have any space questions or want another space poem. Bye for now. Okay then, Queenie. How did it go with Sean Raymond? It went so well. He wrote out a lovely telescope's poem. And now I have two great activities for the party. The photo display and an amazing space poem. So what else do you want at the party? Well, a party really isn't a party without food, and so we better get into the kitchen and start cooking. I love that idea. But if we're saying au revoir to the space and the sky competition, don't we also need to announce the topic of the new competition? We do. I've been thinking about that too. And then it hit me. What's one of my favorite things, and yours too? Something that we've never used as a topic for the competition, but we don't go a day without it. Something that brings us together and gives us amazing memories? Um, let's think. It brings us together, gives us memories. It's one of our favorite things. Are you talking about food? Uh, yeah! Coming together for a meal of yummy food means so much to us. We do it here at the club, at our pancake breakfast, and when we have a fun picnic, and for our parties. And all of the food creates memories of being with our friends or our family. What a fantastic topic for the next competition. Just imagine all of the amazing poetry and art we'll receive from around the world on a topic as great as food and meals. You're right, Queenie. It sounds a wonderful topic for the next competition. I know I'll update the website to announce the topic and open the competition up for people to start entering today. And I'll then join you in the kitchen to help you make the food for the party. After all, the sun's starting to come up and that means that Hedgehog will be here very soon. And all of their friends too. We're going to have an au revoir party to remember. It's definitely sad knowing that we'll be without our friend for a few months, but, but just imagine our excitement when winter is over and Hedgehog rejoins us again. Oh, that's the beauty of an au revoir. Well, while you start cooking, I'll thank everyone for being at the club today. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, and the amazing space poet and astrophysicist, Sean Raymond. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can read hundreds of poems for kids and poems written by kids. You can also find out all about our new food and meals competition 
and start entering your own poetry and art. We can't wait to see what you send in. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dutty Donuts saying keep rhyming. <laughs>